0: Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to Live, Laugh, Law. Are we living? No. Laugh. Are we laughing? Sometimes. Sometimes. Are we lying? Always.
1: So we're back for part two of our undergrad v law school, <laughs> which we never comparison. said in the last one that it was gonna be part one. Oh wait, yeah, you did. Yeah, did. You Come did.
2: On. Okay. I'm sorry,
0: I forgot. You mm. <laughs> <laughs> guys start this one. <laughs> um, well, we'll start with the best part of our day, which is normally coffee. We drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> okay, now we can start. Honestly, the best part of my day is going to bed at the end of it. No.
1: Okay. <laughs> Thank you for invalidating my feelings. <laughs> um, yeah, in undergrad, I felt like coffee was, you know, like a choice, like a, a social drink. Like a choice? <laughs> and coffee now is a must. See, I have been drinking
2: coffee on the daily since I was, like, 12, and I would get a caffeine headache if I didn't, even, like, in high school. That's good. So, like, in wow. undergrad, I always drank, it like, one cup, but I would just drink one cup and then usually not feel like I wanted or needed a second cup, but now I'm, like, I literally need a
0: second cup every single day. It's more of a means of survival.
1: <laughs> when we literally need to go to rehab for coffee drinking. <laughs>
0: We're describing an addiction.
2: One is never enough. Okay, but two cups isn't bad. Like, at least we're not, like, constantly
1: consuming coffee. Here's the thing, We would have ulcers. I have (laughs) an espresso machine, and so every morning I start my day with four shots of espresso. Four
0: shots? (laughs) Oh, my God. You never told us that. Yeah. That's slightly concerning. Because I pour a double shot, and then I pour another double shot.
1: Okay,
2: so. Well, maybe you need coffee rehab. <laughs> yeah, and Jen are good. I only have two
1: cups a day of regular coffee, so... I don't know what the difference is in, ca- in caffeine, but um, yeah, that's probably... It. And then I pour, you know, a lot of vanilla syrup in there, so... Make sure to start my day with a sugar spike, as well as a caffeine spike. Then Whatever gets you through the day. I Pour some real syrup onto my coffee. Not walls. that we're condoning drinking this much coffee just describing our experience. Yeah, that that that's a big difference. So that's one difference. Yeah. Um I think I need another cup now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh well, the other
2: thing
0: food related is the cafeteria.
1: We have a cafeteria. <laughs>
0: I feel like in law, in law school, we bring our lunch a lot more often than... <laughs> we have a cafeteria. Uh, uh, Underground. Big difference. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, no, yeah, Cam is right. Well, yeah. no, Like, right. you never yeah. brought your lunch
0: to school. And Well, you were different because you were a commuter. But, yeah. like, on campus, if you're living on campus, you're just going to have your meals three times a day. And you have more of a meal Yeah, if you planned. have a meal plan.
2: Yeah. It, but, like, even when I was a commuter, I had a meal plan. I just, like, didn't have as much. Like, I couldn't get as much, so I would sometimes still bring my lunch. But, like,
1: I had the option to, like, go to a dining hall. After my first year, I asked for an exemption from the meal plan. And then no longer ate at the cafeteria.
0: Because didn't like the food?
1: Food sucked. Oh. But... I just think it's a much more healthy, well-rounded option to exist solely off of butter noodles and chicken. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's the health advice that I've been following mm-hmm. for the past couple of years. Probably. So, yep. That's how I'm doing. <laughs>
2: but our cafeteria isn't like as big and doesn't have as many options, which like obviously we only know that about our school, but I feel like that Especially law schools where, like, the law school is a separate campus or a separate, like, building than, like, the rest of the school. They usually aren't going to have, like, as many options or as big of a dining hall or whatever as they have at the undergrad campus.
1: So I feel like that's probably a pretty universal experience, that it's just different in some way. And it's, like, I guess, undergrad, I mean, I guess depending on the size of your campus, like, I would just go home for meals. Or, like, you know, grab, like, a snack on campus, but, like, you could go back to where you lived. But here it's, like, we literally spend all day here. So pack a lunch or you're buying something in the cafeteria, which somewhere, somehow, we're forced to, like, spend the money on the meal plan anyway. Yeah. So.
2: But it is, like, nice because then you know that you already have that money that you paid so then if you're like, oh, I don't feel like packing a lunch, it's not like you feel like you have to spend like your actual money to buy lunch when you didn't pack one. I don't know. It's like it's kind of like for me when I have cash and I don't use my card, I feel like yeah. I'm not spending real money because it's not coming out yeah. of my bank account. It's just the cash. It doesn't exist. So that's how I feel about using my meal plan is that I'm not watching the money come out of my bank account, yeah. so I'm not spending real money. Yep. So it's nice because, like... And then if I want something, I'm not, like, debating, oh, do I want to spend money on it? It's more just, like, do I really want the thing? And if I want the thing, I just go get it with my meal plan money. We're
0: rolling in it.
1: The thing is usually coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Or candy. (laughs) Or an egg sandwich. Yeah. Mm. Big fan of the egg sandwich.
2: Mm. Anyways, okay. (laughs) Um... We definitely did mention something else that was on the list, and I was going to say that we did. Oh, staying all day at school.
1: We do that.
2: Yeah, I I mean, I guess some people, I mean, like you were saying about going back to where you live, like, in undergrad, in the middle of the day, like, at UConn, people didn't really do that, because all of the academic buildings were in the center of campus, and all of the places you would live were, like, on the outskirts of campus. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was, like, less common for people to just, like, be in their rooms, like, in the middle of the day and, like, go back and forth. It was more just, like, stay out. But, like, classes didn't really go, like, very long unless that was how you, like, planned it. Like, you could plan it that you only had classes, like, in the morning, or you could plan it that you only had classes in the evening or afternoon, because you were planning it yourself. Whereas here, it's, like, we didn't get to plan it, so some days it's, like... We start, I mean, we don't start that early, but we get here pretty early, and then
1: we yep. might have classes until, like, for me, 4.30. <laughs> or 5.20. <I> <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Gonzaga was so small that, like, if they literally only offered this class at one time, like, they only had one section of said class, mm. that, that was that. So, like, there were some days where I had, like, a three-hour break in my day. Or something like that. So I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I'm telling you. I would
0: go home sometimes between like practice and like a night class. Just shower,
1: eat. I studied better at at home, so I would just like study in my room. And by studying, I literally didn't study. <laughs> like unless we had a test. By studying, I don't even mean studying. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Like writing an essay or something. Yeah. Or. I don't know, maybe if there were readings I had to do. That's but I would I'd never, think. like, go home in the middle of a law school day, probably.
0: No. If I'm just going to be here anyways. It's like, I could always find something to do. Well, I always have something to do. Also,
2: the time goes mm-hmm. so much faster.
0: It does, yeah. for some Even reason. Even when you have,
2: like, a three-hour break, it's, like, over so fast. So and so you're sad. like, um, what excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: where's the time gone? <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know that song? Mm-mm. No okay. Sing it
0: Give us a couple bars No Give the <laughs> listeners what they want Oh my god
1: <laughs> Give Cutting the people what they're here portion.
0: for <laughs> Okay Okay um, Get away from camp People are local <laughs> <laughs> Do you want I mean, any more to, sometimes to add? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are we burnt out or are we burnt out? Dude,
0: (laughs) my brain. Um, I mean, in undergrad and grad school, you're going to find people who are local to the area. Like, I know at least a Quinnipiac undergrad, and I can speak to law school now. Like, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of, like, not even just local in the uh, Connecticut area, but also in, like, the tri-state sort of Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Massachusetts area.
1: Yeah, versus, like, I know from my undergrad experience, people were from Arizona, California, Oregon, Idaho, Utah, Colorado, other places. I knew someone from Massachusetts, a couple people from Massachusetts. Some people kind of came from everywhere for undergrad, but I feel like the majority of people are, like, from this area. But they think they're from so far away. They're like, well, I'm not from here. I'm from New Jersey. I'm from New Jersey. I'm not from here. I'm from Massachusetts. But the other thing is, like, even if
2: people aren't, like, originally from Connecticut or from this area, like, a lot of the people who aren't directly out of undergrad, like, they've been in Connecticut anyways for, like, one reason or another. Like, they were working here or, like, whatever. They moved here. So it's, like... It's not people, like, in undergrad. People, like, come from their hometown, yeah, their hometown because yes. they're coming right out of high school. High school,
1: yeah.
2: As opposed to, like, coming to law school, you have people coming from all different, like... Walks of life. Yeah. Like, times in their life, and, like, a lot more people are, like, older and in, like, later stages of life. So they're already living here as opposed to, like, okay, I'm gonna up and go to... Wherever from where I'm from, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: like Cam, you're basically another generation for me. Like we're so far apart. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's hard so to I'm even take on things. Find probably. anything to relate on. <laughs> it's really hard. Cam <laughs> says that she won't be friends with anyone who was born in the 2000s or after. I can't. I don't know. I just can't do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> People born in 2000 are 21 now. I don't care. Okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) Ashley's still 21. She just wasn't born in the 2000s. 90s, baby. All right. We're getting super off track. Three more days. Uh, Okay, so you less often meet people that you already know, which... (laughs) doesn't really make sense (laughs) when more people are local (laughs) but like I don't know I didn't know well I knew of like one person that was in our class coming in from my high school but we weren't already friends in undergrad or (laughs) now now law school oh yeah like one person that's in our grade was from my high school oh she's not in our section
0: oh it's it's there's like a smaller pool of people in law school versus undergrad, you know? Well, that's the yeah. thing,
1: is people are quote-unquote local, but, like, that doesn't mean you knew them before.
2: Yeah, I guess, because if you're not all coming from, like, high school, or you're not yeah. all coming from the same, like, place or the same time of life,
1: then it's less like that you're going to know each other. Like, in undergrad, it would be entire friend groups deciding to come to college together. Mm, yeah, true. Anyway, yeah. another observation we've made so far in law school is that people here... Tend to be more mature Well so uh, Idealistically Yeah In the way that like people want to be here Yeah And they're and trying People
2: are just generally older Like the average age is just older Yeah So you don't have like 17 year olds that are barely adults Not yeah. even adults So they're not
1: like leaving towards class For like a kegger <laughs> Must Skipping towards class <laughs> For a kegger but yeah people tend to be from different walks of life some people have kids some people like they're doing this after they've already had another career yeah a lot of people just like have lots of other degrees
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> like people are just like oh yeah I have a master's I have two masters <laughs> like people have already had like full-on careers and then are deciding to come here which is cool mm-hmm. because you get all kinds of different experiences and outlooks yeah I mean, the only other thing that we still have listed is just, like, more competitive in grad school. Oh. Which I feel like is pretty much a given because there's just fewer people in total
1: that are there. Um, especially so. in law school. Like, for anyone applying to schools, I found out yesterday... I keep saying yesterday. found it a, a while ago. A few days ago. I don't know. Um, that my scholarship which is hugely helpful, is conditional. So if I'm not in the top 50% of the class, I can say goodbye to the scholarship, which would not be good.
0: But that's not for every law school. No. There are non-conditional scholarships, so you have to weigh your options.
1: Yeah, so if you're comparing offers in one's, slightly better but it's conditional and one is about the same but not conditional. Maybe take that into account.
0: Um, and like we said last time since we only basically have a final and that's our only grade yeah, like, everything rides on the end of the semester
2: mm.
1: It's my favorite thing And it's already like a stressful time Yeah so, so
0: just add insults and injury <laughs>
2: But it is helpful, like we've already mentioned before, to go to a school where, like, the entire community isn't based on being competitive. Like, here it is, like, very accepting and, like, communal and people are really nice and helpful. And so that kind of, like, offsets the competitiveness a little bit. I mean, we haven't been through a final season So we don't know how that will necessarily affect it, but I just feel like the school in general, like even the older students are like so willing to help and like just be there for you and be nice and everything. So like I don't think that the competitiveness here like is a huge negative. It's obviously a huge negative if your scholarship gets taken away because of it, but like. (laughs) Yeah, it's
1: more like um, grading in Law school is a lot different, and I know it's different per each school, but, like, with the curve, like, it, your grades are dependent on other people's grades. Mm. And so, like, that makes it competitive of, like, it's not just like, oh, like, you know, these people got this score. Like, your score changes based on other people's cool. score, so it's not even yeah. just you. How would you explain the grading system? I, I
0: Honestly, can't. that's a great question. Yeah, I don't understand it, so I can't explain it to others.
1: Like, whatever the median is of everyone's score, that score is automatically a B-. And then you work from there. So if you got, like, a couple points above the median, maybe you have a B or a B plus. Yeah,
2: I, I believe that's how it works. But although I've had... S- At least one person say to me that it doesn't mean that half the class has above a B minus and half the class has below a B minus. And I said, isn't that the definition of the median being a B minus, that half is above and half is below? That's the mean. No, the mean is the average. The median is the one in the middle.
0: So what's the (laughs) mode?
2: The (laughs) mode is the one that appears the most. Most often MO mode. Yes. I'm but the median, we- like, literally is the number that's in the middle. Mm-hmm. So if you say that a grade is a median, that means it has to be in the middle, which means, the, uh, like, half the class has to be above and half has to be below. Yes. So I don't know how they figure out what everyone else got, but I know that whoever's in the middle gets a B
1: minus. B-. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah. So. Maybe we should go back to math school.
2: mm hmm. So, internships. Mm. Obviously, none of us have had a legal internship yet
1: as a law student. Though Cam was legally working. Yeah. <laughs> I had an internship working. in undergrad. Which was?
0: Which was at a law firm. And it was fun. I got to see, like, all different types of law. Luckily, I had, like, not just one thing. It was pretty general. It was A law firm that practiced pretty generally. So that was fun. You know, for course credit so like I had to do it and the school found it for me so that was nice like I didn't have to do any of the work of finding it and then I worked but they don't really tell us anything about internships yet here at least not in our first semester it's
1: not literally what you guys went to today
2: well I mean we went to a career fair but like it's not like they told us about like getting an internship like our externship uh, requirement or whatever Oh. Like, we haven't been told anything about how it works as far as, like, credit versus not doing them for credit. But the point is, like, you're definitely going to have an internship in law school. Whereas in undergrad, it, like, it depends on what your major is, whether it's required. And if it's not required, then, like, it's fine if you don't have one. like, but in law school, it's, like, you're going to have one, at least one, probably more than one.
1: And you're going to like it. (laughs)
0: Or else (laughs) (laughs) Or else you're doomed
2: (laughs) Oh I was just gonna say For anyone that like doesn't know That like you can't really do internships In your first year Like not even your second semester They won't take you Because you just don't know enough For anywhere to want you to intern (laughs) So like the first time you can intern As like a legal intern specifically Is first summer
0: And they know you can't fit in your schedule True It might be physically
1: possible, but but. not mentally. Yeah. Another difference. In law school, you have casebooks, not textbooks. So they're chocked full of cases that you have to case brief. So you have to take notes way differently and way more in depth. So that 20 pages, that doesn't sound like a lot. Now is two hours. Yeah, reading takes a lot longer. Yep. Because you Everything can't just, you
0: can't just, like, read a paragraph and be like, oh, yeah, I'll remember that. You have to highlight it or take
1: notes or write it down. Because on the chance you get called on, it won't help that you kind of remember it. You You'd should know to, it. have to, like, know it. Yeah. Or
2: at least have, like, notes that you can very quickly reference to get the answer to the question.
1: Yeah. You can't just be like, mm, I vaguely know what happened because that won't look well. No. Uh, Also, in law school, it's not just, like, information. It's not like Alexander the Great did this when it's, like, concepts. That then they're going to give you a a bunch of hypotheticals. And you have to apply them in issue spot. Yeah. So you really have to know what you're talking about. It's not just, like, straight memorization.
2: Because even if you remember a case and what the court said in that case, like, that doesn't mean that that is the law necessarily like Mm -hmm. you could also apply what they applied a different way or like they could have done it like gone for the other side and so like you just have to know how they reasoned more than you have to know like what
1: they actually held because then you can apply that reasoning and the rules they use to a different set of hypotheticals but it's not like Yeah, it's not just straight It's not
2: literally like, what did the court say in blah 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 versus blah blah blah, and that's your essay on your exam. Like, no, it's like, here is a set of hypothetical facts, apply, like, this legal concept.
1: Yeah, and then you use the cases to back it up, but it's not like, what's the name of this case? And it's a case you read. And, like, you're not going to have multiple
2: choice tests, probably. I've heard that sometimes maybe not here, but, like, in general, at some law schools, professors will have some multiple-choice questions Mm -hmm. on their exams. Um, Or, like, we have one professor that does, like, multiple-choice quizzes that don't count towards your grade, unfortunately. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so sometimes you might encounter multiple-choice questions, but it's not like your exam – like, I had so many exams in undergrad Mm -hmm. that were straight, like, 100 multiple-choice questions – So, like, you're probably not going to have that. More than likely, you're not going to have that. So, it's not just, like, cramming information (laughs) for a test. It's, like, you have to make sure you actually know those concepts and you really learn something.
1: Yeah. They're also, like, a lot of our professors are, like, these are subjects that will be on the bar. So, it's not, like, we only need to know them to pass the class. It's also, like, we know we'll be using it to pass the bar. Yeah. And then... If you choose to practice in that area, you you might be using those concepts,
2: but... And also, like, the the skills that you're using are what you're going to be using in practice as well. Yeah. So, like, the skills that you're using to study and the skills that you're using to take the exams, those are things that you need to actually know. Yeah. Not just, like, oh, let me get through this exam and then it's over with forever. It's,
1: it's never like, over. <laughs> Pain is never over. <laughs> And um, our professors
0: have constantly said, like, show your work. Like, show how you're getting from point A to point B.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like math explain, that way. Ew. Big thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> you She's have to explain
0: down. your way through a hypothetical. Yeah, and you can, Because then I you'll get probably points. get more points if you mm-hmm. say, like, oh, well, it can't be A. I think it might be B. Yeah. And the conclusion, like, really doesn't matter for the most
2: part in an exam. They don't care, like... In a crim exam, they don't care whether you're, like, this person is guilty or not guilty. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Or, like, should be convicted, not convicted. Like, that part doesn't matter. It's just, like, how you got to that.
1: Based or on how
0: you argue what you know. versus what you argue.
1: Yeah. hmm Yeah. Which kind of takes us to, like, legal writing is, like, a whole different concept than writing essays in undergrad. Like, I wrote a uh, lots of essays and research papers and it's like so much different
2: yeah like researching is completely different yeah there's you don't just like google stuff you (laughs) don't even just use google scholar there's like specific (laughs) legal research databases or like you might use books like published reporters um but yeah it's like entirely relearning (laughs) citation writing style research style like completely not the same whatsoever yeah yeah definitely so that's fun
1: <laughs> relearning everything cause that's fun yep yes. everything goes back to everything takes longer yeah, yeah like you can
0: get into a legal researching hole
1: like black hole and mm. then come to class and find out you found all the wrong cases and none of them are applicable yeah that's fun that is fun I love that that's my favorite, You know, actually. this is the time you'd be making a mistake, so.
0: <laughs> sure. I mean, true.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, and also, like, you're expected to, like, look everything up that you don't understand, whether it's just, like, a word or a concept. Like, before you go to class, you shouldn't be like, oh, well, I just didn't understand this, so it'll be clarified in class. Like, you can't just go in... Like, not that I ever went into an undergrad class and was like, hey, professor, I didn't understand what this word meant. Can you tell me? But, like, I feel like you could have done that, and they wouldn't have been like, well, why didn't you look it up? Like, they'd just be like, yeah, this is what that means. But, like, here it's like if you ever said that, and you never would, but if you ever got asked what a word meant or you were like, trying to give an answer and you used a word, the professor was like, well, what does that mean? And you didn't know. Like, it's like a whole thing. We better know. Because they're always like, well, you should have looked it
1: up. And you're like, gosh darn it, I wish I looked it up. And they'll ask, (laughs) you ever wondered what a sloop was? I now know. A sap house? I now know. Medical procedures? Yeah. My vocabulary has expanded exponentially.
0: And not in (laughs) a legal way. Just through... Reading English cases. Reading cases from eighteen oh five.
1: What was it? The fire fire plug. The fire plug? If you're It's not, a fire,
2: not fire a fire hydrant fire <laughs> hydrant.
1: But if you ask my dad who's a firefighter, it is. So Here.
2: Moving on. Um one thing is that you are going to use your school's resources a lot more. In law school. In law school, yeah. Because I mean, probably, like, multiple reasons, but, like, we've already said, like, it's just a smaller community. Yeah, there are big law schools, but, like, most big law schools are nowhere near, like, big colleges, like, undergrad. Um, And so, like, because it's smaller, like, they just really push you more to, like, use the resources that the school has. So, like, we had, like, a specific orientation (laughs) 1.1 about career (laughs) development and they were like make sure you make a like an appointment with a career development like person and they send us emails all the time and they just like really push you to like use the resources that they're giving you which is obviously very helpful Mm -hmm. um but in undergrad I feel like it's a lot easier to just ignore those things when they're like oh the career development office and you're like I don't don't need to think about that
1: (laughs) that in yeah, I just feel like people make more of an effort to, like, connect to you in general. Like, I, not to my knowledge, knew any deans at Gonzaga, but, like, I know a few here because they make the choice to, like, be involved, donate to the dean every Tuesday. That's part of my Tuesday. Yeah. So they they make more of an effort, I feel like, to get to know students anyway because it is such a smaller, like, circle. Yeah. And people are just, like, looking for those connections.
0: Yeah. And we have a weekly academic support where we have one of our professors, um, like, teach us any of the subjects, or not teach us, but go over any of the subjects that we want to that we're feeling, like, uneasy about, especially now approaching finals. Yeah. So it's nice to have, like, a third party helping us with some of the concepts we're learning in class.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's nice to just have, like, another source of support.
1: Definitely reinforcing that like yes we can do this i just feel like people are more on board with helping because everyone realizes how hard it is and like wants to help alleviate some of that stress which is really really nice so everyone's kind of more in community than like in undergrad i feel like there's more of a variety of experiences like Mm. some people definitely are struggling but some people are just like not even taking hard classes, it's not even, like, a problem, like, they don't need to use the resources, like, they're just, like, there. And I feel like a
2: lot of the resources in undergrad, I mean, I'm thinking specifically about, like, academic advising, because, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've gone to two different schools, I've had several different (laughs) academic advisors, and yet I've never really had one that seemed, like, not that they didn't care, but, like, they just didn't care about each person's individual success to the same extent that anybody here does like it was always just kind of like you had to reach out to them and you had to reach out to them so many times Mm -hmm. before you even really got a response or got any help just had like so many students to like assist help it was like the, it was probably overwhelming and they didn't care specifically about like one in particular person like they weren't going to go out of their way to help one person yeah but here I feel like people will go out of their way to help you as long as you show any interest in their help. Definitely. I love my academic advisor from undergrad that's good for you because mine literally ignored like three emails in a
0: row mine was for over like months so helpful even, so I, I declared my major sophomore year, and even, I remember my uh, advisor even from when I was undeclared was Oh, mine amazing. for undeclared was
2: so good, but I couldn't stay with her because mm. I couldn't stay undeclared. <laughs>
1: Just <laughs> never declared. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, mine was more like we would meet and he was really nice, but it was more like, oh, you're on track? check mark We met. Right. I went to him for like a couple questions or so like to sign a form or two and that's about it.
2: I would go with like questions that I kind of already knew the answer to from my research but like I was looking for more information and once I gave like the information I had she'd be like yeah, pretty much. Oh, right. And I'd be like, why did I come to you then if I found all the information online already? Yeah. I was coming for advising. Like, I thought this was going to be a conversation, not just you telling me that I already knew everything I needed to know. Advise me, <laughs> please. But here it's like, you can go and there someone will always have more to, like, give you. Yeah. Like, they'll always be willing to give you more advice, more help, more, like, whatever. They're just like... I will do whatever I can
1: whatever yeah. you need and it's like thank you yeah it's more of just like a standard versus like uh, there were like I'm sure wonderful people in some people's undergrad past but like as a standard here people are just really helpful
0: yeah I was gonna say you really get the the feel that like the people are here for you for you like for mm-hmm. us
1: yeah no I'm just starting no it's nice nothing's out there um and kind of On that line, like, people tend to be a lot more collaborative in how they're, like, prepping for things. Like, a lot of people study together and do those types of things together, whereas I just, like, was more independent in undergrad. Like, I didn't need as much emotional support to get through, (laughs) like, a
0: reading. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of my close friends were health science majors, and I was literally the only legal studies major. So, I mean, I love the people in my program, like, I made, I was friends with them, but I was spending most of my time, like, with my teammates, who were all not my major. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So it's not like I could study with anyone in my
1: house, or any of my roommates. If I remember right, I was the only history major in my sorority. And most of the history majors were men anyway, so. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. everyone here is literally taking the same mm-hmm. classes. Yeah. And so, like, a lot of the stresses are just so similar that even if you don't, like, study necessarily together or do stuff like that, like, there's always just somebody to, like, talk to about if you're confused about something, if you just want to kind of, like complain or talk it out like there's always somebody and everyone's going through the same course load and all of the older students took the same exact classes we're
0: taking yeah that is nice. so
1: they're a nice resource to have and most of them had the same professors a couple different but like enough experience with the professors to be able to give some advice
0: well thank you for listening to undergrad versus law school part two Hopefully you've already listened to part one. If not, what, what are you doing?
1: doing? <laughs>
0: when we're the same person, Um, Make sure to follow us on Instagram live underscore underscore laugh underscore underscore law and subscribe slash like slash whatever
2: you can do on any of these
0: podcasts and please reach out to us please and use. tell us good luck on finals because they're rapidly also, approaching let us know if there's
2: things you want to hear us talk about because eventually so we're gonna
0: run out of ideas <laughs> and it does
2: make us very happy when people actually engage with the content yeah like i will cry <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't underestimate my ability to cry. We'll
2: post a video of Ashley crying when she sees people's recommendations. Whoops, we'll add some. So to the if bank. that's not enough incentive,
1: I don't know what is. Just keep me crying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, thanks everyone. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.